going on, everyone? It's your friendly neighborhood Noob Dad Gamer, and I'm excited to be back with a brand new episode of the Noob Dad Gamer podcast. Um, now I know uh, I've been out of the scene for quite some time, and I I know that you know some of you may have been feeling a bit lost and lonely without my soothing voice and epic gaming insights, but fear not. I've just been taking a little break to, um, you know, fine tune my skills and prepare for my return to the podcasting arena. And, you know, it's always been, it's always day one for me, you know, it's always, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's never been an easy journey. You know, podcasting is still all new to me. Um, and every day I learn something new and, uh, my objective is to sort of like fully grasp the art of podcasting and commit to it. Like the rest of the professional podcasting, uh, podcasters out there. But, um, you know, you know what they say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I can honestly say that also all these challenges have really made me appreciate like all those who put in the time and effort to realize their dreams and ambitions to achieve like their goals. It's, it's insane. Much respect to all you guys. Inshallah, I'll be able to sort of reach that level. And uh, that's why. I'm making a comeback right now, and what better way to kick off that episode than by talking about what makes me so passionate about gaming, and um, yeah, I'm going to be giving you guys a few tips on how to balance uh, your passion for gaming if you're, you know, if you've got family who's not supportive of gaming, or if you're married to partners who are not fully, you know, into gaming. But uh, yeah, so it's going to be fun. So let's dive uh, right in. So first of all, my favorite game, just a like, quick uh, summary. So my favorite game is League of Legends. Uh, it's one of the best MOBA games in the world. Um, each game goes about, you know, 30. It sometimes stretches to 40 minutes. Sometimes it stretches to an hour. Uh, depending on uh, on the game, and I sort of like my like I have a favorite champion in the game. His name is Urgot, um, and my I'm so, I'm trying to be the best Urgot player in the league. Um, and trust me, you know it's it's a very big ambition, and it's not easy. But you know what? This it's 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 sort of like a long term thing. You know, it's not something that I'm you know like I have to make this. You know, it's sort of like something like I could tick off my bucket list at some time in the future. But uh, yeah, but apart from, uh, you know, League of Legends, I like to play video games like Mortal Kombat, Injustice, Tekken, Street Fighter, um, first person shooter games like Counter-Strike and Valorant. Um, yeah, so those are like, you know, those are sort of my jam, you know. Um, my love for gaming started when when my father bought me my first Nintendo 64 console when I was maybe, I think, seven or eight years old. So I think that was maybe around 93 or 94. Um, I remember playing games like Super Mario, Mortal Kombat, and WWE, which was back then known as WWF. Um, and these were the games that really just got me immersed into the world of gaming. Um, and I've been playing video games ever since, um, until, you know, 2011, I, you know, I became a husband to a beautiful wife. And then in 2013, I became a father to my first born wonderful boy. And in 2020, I became a king to a wonderful princess. Uh, and let me tell you guys something, you know, becoming a husband gamer and a dad gamer packed a lot of challenges. So let me, you know, let me just tell you a few. 
So, for example, you know, navigating the terrain of being a gamer with a life partner, you know, who's not so much of a gaming fan was like trying to navigate a, a, a minefield blindfolded, right? Um, like at first, it was like trying to explain the rules of League of Legends to a monkey. Not that I'm referring to my wife as a monkey. I'm probably going to get into trouble for saying that. But anyways, let's just hope that, you know, that is not heard loudly. But, you know, you get you get the metaphor, right? And and over time, we found ways to compromise. And, you know, she, you know she's, she's not fully become uh, appreciative of the world, but, you know, she understands it. And, and I think, you know, uh, understands it to a certain degree that sits well, you know, with what I'm trying to do and, you know, with what, with what I like to do, right? But then came the real challenge, right? Let's talk about that real challenge. You know, that's where things get really tough. And, you know, that's finding time for gaming around children. I mean, how do you explain to your toddler that daddy can't play because he needs to kill the enemy nexus, right? It's like trying to explain rocket science to a fish. But, you know, as with everything in life, um, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And, you know, we found ways to make it work. And even if it meant playing in the wee hours of the morning or in the dead of night, it wasn't always easy. You know, being uh, a dad gamer has taught me, but, you know, nonetheless, being a dad gamer has taught me a lot of valuable lessons about time management and balance. So let me tell you, I mean, there's nothing more satisfying than watching my kids grow up to be little gamers themselves. You know, seeing their faces light up as they play their first game is like watching the birth of a new star. It's beautiful. And what I love about gaming is the ability to disconnect from reality and plug into this world of fantasies and superpowered characters. It's the chance to, um, you know, experience unique stories and challenging myself to master my character's abilities. And let's not forget the, you know, competitive aspect of gaming, which I'm sure is something that a lot of you can relate to. I'm very, I'm very competitive, perhaps not too competitive, but competitive enough to go to, you know, great lengths to understand how to play certain characters of, or games. And that kind of mindset has a really, like, it has a big impact in your personal life and in your career as well, because, you know, when, when I was playing Mortal Kombat 9, um, my, my character was Scorpion. And what I wanted to do is I just wanted to learn his combos and I wanted to, you know, do whatever it takes to do that. So I would, I would be spending hours on YouTube, uh, you know, just, you know, watching video after video after video just to, um, you know, really understand how to, how to play that character. And, and, and that, that kind of mindset really sort of transcended into my life and into my career. And it started, made me, you know, it made me realize that if you really want to achieve something or you would really want to figure something out or master anything, all you got to do is put in enough time to sort of research and Google and, and read, you got to read as much as you can, um, to really accomplish that. Um, and the same thing applies in gaming, minus the reading, of course. You, that's where you get to watch more videos. But, you know, let's talk about, and, the, and that's what makes gaming so unique and distinctive, right? You know, it's not just a hobby. Gaming isn't a hobby. You know, it's a lifestyle. It's the chance to immerse yourself in a different world, you know, where you can be whatever you want to be, do whatever you want to do, and sort of be a part of something that's much bigger than yourself, and let's not forget about the friendships and the communities that gaming creates. It's a way to connect with people from all over the world who can share the same passion as you do. But sadly, 
There are still many misconceptions about gaming and gamers. A lot of people still think that gamers are just a bunch of nerdy antisocial losers who have nothing better to do, sit in front of a screen all day. And, you know, yeah, sure. We may spend a lot of time in front of a screen, maybe too much time. But that doesn't mean that we have that we don't have a, a life outside of gaming, right? I mean, in fact, I, I bet a lot of gamers who have a more, I bet a lot of gamers have more social life than some of the people who are quick to judge us. So, you know, this is just, you know, me making, you know, sort of the art, my argument a little bit clear. Gaming is not just a pastime, guys. It's a community. It's a lifestyle and it's a passion. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, it's time to break, you know, it's time to really break down some of those stereotypes and, you know, show the world that gaming is something to be, you know, celebrated and respected. And if you're still not convinced, you know, just remember that there are a lot of successful people out there, you know, Hollywood stars and, and, and innovators, creators. I mean, you know, I, I, can, I can tell you so many names, you know, who are massive gaming fans and, and massive gamers and, and probably uh, a, a, part of the, a part of the reason that, you know, that there's, you know, where they are where they are today is, you know, probably because out of their passion for gaming. So, you know, uh, if, if those people can love gaming and be one of the biggest, you know, either movie stars or, or, or celebrities or, or entrepreneurs, you know, in the world, you know, surely gaming can't be all that bad, right? But hey, equally, uh, so I can be fair with my argument, equally, all you, you know, wives and husbands and partners who struggle with your partners, you know, who are gamers, I feel you. I really do. I think that we, you know, we drop the ball from time to time, but let me tell you, um, there is hope for your relationship and it all starts with, you know, having open dialogues and understanding. But before that, you know, before you get to that sort of, or sort of to build your way towards that, um, you know, that level of open dialogue and understanding, the first thing, uh, you know, the two, uh, the, the two people need to sort of master together, whether it was a parent and a child, whether it was a wife and a husband. Um, first of all, it's important to listen to each other, okay? Your partner may not understand why you love gaming so much, but that doesn't mean that they don't want to hear about it, right? You know, take the time to explain why you love gaming and what it means to you, right? Keep it short, simple. If they don't get it, then that's it. Khalas. They don't get it. You know, it's, it's, it's fine. It's not the end of the world. You can always jump to the second stage, which is, you know, time management, which is very key, right? You can't spend all your time gaming, right? But you shouldn't also have to give it up entirely. Find a balance that works for the both, for, for both of you and your partner and just stick to it. Be systematic, be consistent, right? If you make a commitment, stand by it, right? And also leave a little bit of leeway. Um, lastly, you know, don't forget to do what your partner loves outside of gaming, right? It's very important to show that you care about their interests and want to spend like, you know, time with them doing things that they enjoy. So always find that balance. And for all the gamers out there, you know, like myself, who are lucky enough to have pa partners who don't sh necessarily share our love for gaming, let's not take it for granted, guys, because believe it or not, I'm going to say for what it is, it is a privilege, you know, it is a privilege to have someone, you know, who supports us, you know, in doing what we love, 
and and even if they don't get it so you know try not to take it for granted don't abuse it yeah use it to your advantage um and and here are some tips how you can use that to your advantage right and, and make your gaming experience a little bit more fun to all those you know who enjoy or not necessarily enjoy uh gaming as well set boundaries and communicate openly this applies to both sides of the argument, those who love gaming and those who do not love gaming or those who do not understand it, right? As with any hobby or any interest, this does not just necessarily apply to gaming. This could apply to any type of interest, yeah? It's important to set boundaries with your partner and communicate openly about your needs and expectations, okay? Make sure that you have a clear understanding of how much time you want to spend for example, gaming, uh, and, and when that time is appropriate. Yeah. Also be sure to listen to your partner's concerns and try to find a compromise that works for both of you. Right. Um, make, and so that's the first, so, so that's, uh, that, that's the first, uh, tip. The second one I believe is make time for non-gaming activities. Okay. It's very important. You have just like, you know, working class people who want to have a work-life balance, um, students who, who want to have a, a, a school life balance or a study life balance, right? Um, it's the same thing It goes with your hobbies, right? Well, gaming, and, and especially it goes with gaming because gaming takes a lot of our time and takes a lot of our, you know, focus. While gaming, it could, because, you know, while it is fun and engaging, right? It's important to make time for non-gaming activities as well. You know, go to the gym, go for a run, plan date nights, do outdoor activities, right? Um, plan for other hobbies that you might enjoy. Try to explore some other hobbies that you might enjoy, right? This can help create a healthy balance between gaming and other aspects of your life. Um, I love reading books. Uh, I like to hit the gym from time to time, um, even though I'm not as strict or as committed as I should be, but it's always good to have um, that kind of aspect in your life. Um so that's, that's the second that's the second tip uh, now as a third tip and i think um you know this is a very very important uh tip that i can give to all the gamers out there find ways to involve your partner in gaming now even if your partner is not a gamer right but there's i'm sure that there's like a hundred way that there are a hundred ways to involve them in your hobby um Perhaps they can, you know, watch you play a certain game that is interesting. Uh, and I think that's highly unlikely, but, you know, that's just a suggestion. But even better, you can play a game together that they might enjoy. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a video game. It could be a board game. It could be a card game. It could be any different type of game, but it involves that sense of the same sense of competitiveness that you enjoy when, when you're playing video games, right? Because this creates... A shared interest and understanding of your hobby right and you know who knows they might even become you know gamers themselves um my son uh, i think two years ago or a year ago uh on his birthday he was uh he got the nintendo switch as a gift and guys let me tell you something if you're a family and you really want to experience um the best family gaming experience that you can think of get a nintendo switch um when he got the nintendo switch we downloaded uh, this game that involves like different types of sports tennis volleyball bowling uh badminton um like so many different games 
and oh my god we became so competitive it, it was insane we it, it was it was a game that we all played together and even though at the beginning not a lot of uh you know we we couldn't figure out the timings properly or or the movements properly but over time you know we managed to figure that out and and, and i got beat so many times and you know you would think that me as a gamer i'll probably figure it figure, figure it out quicker than they do but bigger uh, faster than they did or better than they did but no you know my son he figured it out pretty quick my wife she figured it out pretty quick and it was a really good family experience and a really good bonding experience so you know remember guys these are just tips that may help you navigate the challenges of being in a relationship with a gamer because you know every relationship is unique right so it's important to find a way or to find what works for you and your partner you know but the most the fundamental remains the same communicate openly listen to each other's needs and interests and find a balance that works for the both of you so there you have it folks being a husband gamer and a dad gamer has been challenging but it's also one of the most rewarding experiences of my life it taught me uh, a lot about values of you know compromise time management balance which are essentials in your life right and let's not forget the joy about sharing you know what i'm truly passionate about with my kids as well and 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 you know that that shared experience also with my family and to all the gaming couples out there guys let's keep the love and the laughs flowing um both in and outside of the virtual world thanks for listening in and i hope that you'll tune in the next time to hear more about my adventures as a dad as a noob dad gamer Peace.